Guess he's back, 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 back again, again, again. Jordan's back, back, back. Tell your friends, friends, friends. <laughs> oh, I'm so finished, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to a journey with Jordan. Oh my gosh! Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just creasing because it has been months, months on end, and first of all I'm actually sorry I'm sorry we're gonna go over everything today like where have I been oh we're gonna go over all of that today so guys first of all I'm not gonna lie I've actually chosen to release this episode on this specific day on this specific date the 21st of November 2020 because today actually marks nine years exactly since my surgeries first ever began and you know Sometimes I say that and I feel a bit moist because it's like, okay. <laughs> because I'm like to people, yeah, it's my anniversary. And they're like, what? Um, <laughs> but I think it's just such a special date for me. It's such a special time for me because, you know, this is when a lot of things started to happen for me. There was a lot of changes in my life. Yeah, it was just, a, it was started as something new, you know, as Troy and Gabriella would say. But anyway yeah so today's my anniversary so I thought what better day to make a comeback than on a special day that actually means something to me and of course it just made sense so here I am I'm back and better we thank god um so yeah first of all let me just even address the long break I've had right so in all honesty guys I haven't actually been okay I haven't been doing my best you know i put up I think what two episodes when I first started this I've had so many episodes in my drafts like I've had so many things that I like a lot of content to put up and edit um or rather edit and put up because you don't put up content before editing it duh um and I don't know I just haven't really been in the best headspace mind space there's been quite a lot of things going on in my personal life so I was just kind of you know grab the reins on certain stuff before I even you know started to dedicate myself to anything else so yeah I just need to take a bit of time out and you know really focus on you know my mental and get myself to a better place before I thought to you know commit myself to something fully which is really unfortunate because of the fact that you know obviously when I started this I I was trying to make a commitment to it um and yeah it just so happened that you know life happened so we absolutely move I have to say that one thing I'm grateful for is you know through it all I have had the blessing the greatest blessing of just having the most supportive friends in my life ever um it's been a few stuff you know ranges from health to family to just personal stuff and I feel like you know and this can happen to anyone I feel like when things are happening it's so easy to kind of lose yourself in it and not you know have a clear picture a clear idea of what it is you want to do and you can just really easily start to you know beat yourself up about the smallest of things you're not doing so I used to just get into my head so much about you know the lack of you know the lack of stuff in me um that was coming as a result of the stuff that was happening around me and the stuff I was going through that I hadn't necessarily properly addressed yet and you know I just kind of take a step back and be like look Jordan (laughs) take it easy bro like there's no point beating yourself up about stuff it's you have to do something about it do you know what I mean so yeah so we're here today we're here today and yeah like I'm just so happy I'm so grateful to be back I'm so excited for this new season so yeah
anyway obviously today is dedicated to my nine year anniversary so crazy that in one year's time it's gonna be 10 years i just find that so mad but yeah so i just thought you know why not talk to you guys a little bit about you know why this nine year anniversary is important to me so obviously i know in my first episode i did kind of touch on the facts um that you know i've had surgery and i've had quite you know the medical history but i don't know if you know everyone that listens to this podcast even knows about my medical history or knows about the stuff that i've you know um dealt with been through in my life um me saying that isn't like to be like oh my god i've been through so much because i honestly do believe that there is always going to be somebody out there who has been through so much more worse than 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 yourself do you know what i mean like everyone's plate is their plate for a reason and we are given only what we can manage and what we can bear so I believe that my plate was given to me because that's what I can bear that is what my load is supposed to be in my life but I know there's somebody out there who's got a very very much bigger load to what mine is if that makes sense in the same way there might be someone out there who feels that my load is bigger than what there is and that's okay but this is just my experience and this is just my story so yeah so for those of you that don't know um I have a genetic bone deformity um so obviously it being genetic it runs in my family it's from my dad's side of the family and out of my three younger brothers only two of them have it so what the deformity is is it's basically the formation of growth upon the surface of bone so essentially i have extra bone growth so i tend to say you know i have extra bones and that's my little you know party trick that's my little fun fact um so yeah and when I was born, it wasn't something that was necessarily noticeable, it wasn't really something that was there, but as I grew up, um, and I was quite a little bit of a tomboy as I was growing up, so I was quite playful, I was quite rough, um, my parents started to notice, you know, these little bumps and lumps on my body, and so they took me to the doctors, and, you know, the doctors then referred me to, like, the specialist orthopedic hospital, and so from literally the ages of, like, maybe, let's say, hmm, I think I was, like, in year two, so roughly in year two, you're, like, what, six seven something like that so from that age till literally when I had my first surgery I was just literally being studied I was just literally being examined by doctors student doctors like I remember being in like classes like lectures with these student doctors and they'd just be like studying me and trying to figure out okay like what can we do um you know which at that age was really interesting now I look back at it I'm just like wow that's actually really weird but we move um so yeah and I was, in that time, there was so much stuff I couldn't do, so I remember I used to wear these really lovely little black dolly shoes to school as soon as it hit year two, oh my god, I had to start wearing Timberlands, and I just hated it, because people would obviously, I mean in primary school, children wouldn't really say anything about it, at that time anyway, Um, but it was so, so clear to myself that I was different from other people, and I hated it, and honestly, at that point in my life, my only desire was to literally put my feet into dolly shoes, slap them together, and pretend I'm Dorothy from A Wizard of Oz, or The Wizard of Oz, I think I said the title wrong, which is embarrassing, are you not embarrassed, but anyway, so, yeah, like, it was just a very interesting time, my parents were very 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 protective of me so they didn't really want me to engage with too much activity so I even remember like my dad telling like the the school lunch staff um to like not let me go into the football pitch at play play time so I used to like hide and then run on when they couldn't see me and if they like came over I'd hide from them I don't know why I did these things to myself but I just wanted to play football do you know what I mean I just desired to play football um so yeah and then got to the age of 12 and that was when I had my first surgery which was actually quite a significant time in my life um 
yeah, very significant, significant time in my life. And I guess if I don't talk about it now, when am I ever going to talk about it, right? So yeah, so at 12 years old, I'm roughly like in year eight. And so up until year eight, I used to get teased quite a bit by people. And I don't necessarily think that people would ever do it, you know, with the intention to hurt me or... I mean, if people could actually see how much that affected my self-esteem and my, you know, how I viewed myself, then I don't think they would set out to do that. Because at the end of the day, you're just young and it's really easy to notice the difference in, in you know, children and people around you when you're young. So I feel like it was just because I was different that, you know, it was easy for people to pick up on that and kind of tease me on it. And I guess people probably didn't understand the magnitude of how much that affected me. So, yeah, I used to get teased quite a lot. Um you could use the word bullied but I don't really like to use that word and yeah it did it did significantly affect my self-esteem it did significantly affect the way I perceive myself um my first year of secondary school my first year and a half of secondary school was absolutely horrible I hated it I used to go home crying I tell my auntie she's just such a funny auntie she'd literally be like okay who said that okay you're gonna go to school tomorrow and you're gonna tell them about herself okay you're gonna stand there and you're gonna tell them about themselves and I used to think okay yeah I'm gonna do it and I get to school and I just wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, traumatic. But I think it wasn't until year eight when I had my first surgery that I think the people who would tease me started to see that raw, like this is actually something serious, you know, like raw, Jordan's actually having surgery. Maybe we should stop. Maybe we should take it easy, you know? Um and yeah, like from from that point in my life, I think that that was quite a big turning point. And so I think that's why for me it just marks such a significant time because a lot of things started to change. You know, it was the first time I was having anaesthetic. You know, I've never ever broken a bone in my body. They've only ever been broken for me by doctors. <laughs> um, so I'd never, you know, had surgery before. I'd never been in the hospital for a long time before. Like if I'd ever gone to the hospitals because I'd gone to A&E for something really silly, like running into a brick wall and smacking my head into it, um, which I actually did do at the age of six. I know, embarrassing, but we move. Um, so yeah, so it was a really weird time. It was the first time I was in hospital. My leg had been cut open. I'll even tell you guys the procedure. So basically they wanted to kind of correct one of my legs and remove one of the bones that were growing because where it was growing it was causing me a lot of pain um and yeah like without surgery basically they used to always say like guys they used to always say you know by the time it gets to the age where I'm ready to have children when I'm pregnant the weight of my child would literally crush my bones in my leg and they would like just literally paralyze me so of course you know at that age that wasn't really my concern my concern was I wanted to play football but you know my mum obviously being my mother she was really concerned about that and obviously nobody wants to see their child go through unnecessarily pain or you know god forbid you know leave before their time no no parent wants to watch their child go before them do you know what I mean or or have to go through anything that is you know excruci- excruciatingly painful I really hope I said that word right um so yeah um it was such a weird time it was very strange I, I can still remember like the feeling in my leg I have a lovely scar on my leg where they cut off my bones so I'll never forget do you know what I mean so it's there it's very present and yeah it was just it was strange um unfortunately that that surgery didn't work out in the best way they wanted it to so further surgeries had to happen and you know it wasn't until I was in I think year 10 year 9 um that I had like my biggest big big surgeries the ones that put me in a wheelchair but I'd always say that you know that first surgery I had on 21st of November 
2011 will always be a very, very significant point for me. I can still literally remember the ward I was in, like the exact hospital room I was in and everything. And, you know, I'm actually so grateful. I'm so, so grateful because with every single surgery I've had, there's always been risks. As I said in my first ever episode, you know, you might not wake up. The surgery could actually go wrong and it could do the absolute opposite of what it's supposed to do. You could be paralysed. And, you know, I have to sit here and as, you know, as someone who, you know, believes in the Christian faith and has faith in God, I am so grateful to God that I'm still alive, that I'm well. You know, some days I'm still in pain. Some days, you know, it's some days are harder than others, but I do have to be thankful that, you know, for my life and that I'm here. So yeah. So that's a little bit about my surgeries and that's why it's so special to me. And I have to say, like, it wasn't until a few years ago that I actually started to celebrate it or do anything for it. Um transparently, I think the first time I did something for it properly um with other people because obviously that day's always been special to me so I will celebrate it in my own way but the first time I ever actually did something for it with people was when I was in university in my first year and you know transparently and you know for those of you who haven't gone to university you'll find this out soon enough like when you go to uni it's not everybody that you remain friends with it's not everyone that you know stays in your life and things happen and people drift apart and stuff so you know there's a lot of people that I used to be close with in my first year of university I'm ne- not necessarily close with them anymore but that will never change how much I'm appreciative and how grateful I am for everything that they ever did for me and for the memories I've shared with them and for the good times I've had and I have to say like one thing I will always be grateful for and never forget is the little surprise thing that my friends did for me on my seven years um seven years seven years anniversary um it was nothing big but it wasn't even the fact of whether it was big or not it was just a thought that counted for me it was the fact that you know my friends went out of their way knowing that that was something that was special to me and actually did something to celebrate it and that honestly meant so much and I think since then I was just like you know what I'm gonna celebrate this like this is something I'm gonna celebrate with others because it is if it's a big deal to me and my friends know that and they support that then of course they're gonna want to celebrate with me so yeah so started celebrating it small small last year was my eight years I think I had like a little dinner with um again two friends from uni uni because it just so happens that you know that's where I was at the time it's just easier to stay on campus and do stuff with people on campus as well um so yeah and today that you guys are listening to this I don't know what I'll be doing I don't know where I'll be obviously it's a lockdown maybe I'll be having a zoom party who knows um maybe might have like a glass of wine with my mum or some friends or something but you know, wherever I will be, wherever I am, I'm just so grateful because to say, you know, nine years ago and to think back at everything that I've been through and everything that's happened in my life is just so amazing, honestly. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so happy. So yeah, shout out to my friends. Shout out to the people who have made this day special for me. Shout out to my friends who have been there for me during this journey. Like, honestly, I don't know what I would do without the people in my life. I've I've actually always been blessed to meet some really great people everywhere I go. Even though I may meet some really mad people in places I go, on the flip side of it, I do always meet some great people wherever I go. And I've been so blessed to have such greatness in my life and to have people that are so supportive and just so appreciative um, and so giving. So, yeah, thank you to my friends, man. You guys know who you are when you're listening to this. So, yeah... But anyway, guys, so, you know, that being what the episode was about, I guess the last thing I just need to tell you about is basically what the future of the podcast looks like. So, you know, transparently being honest, I've come on here and I've tried to have, you know, some sort of fixed plan about 
you know, whether it was me doing an episode every week or me doing an episode fortnightly. And I was actually talking to a good friend of mine who also has a podcast. And he just said, you know what? You don't need to have a set date, a set time that you're going to upload stuff. Just upload, upload stuff when you can. Just do it when you can. And when he said that, I was like, do you know what? You're absolutely right. Instead of putting pressure on myself to feel like I have to keep on doing it by this time, by this time. Obviously, with everything going on right now, like, I'm a student, I'm studying, I've got other stuff I'm doing. So, it's better for me to just post content when I can. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to do it every single day, I'm going to do it every single week, I'm going to do it every this, every that. Because then I'm ensuring that I'm actually putting out really good content for you guys. And I can do it, you know, on my own terms. And obviously, I know it's not really ideal because I am someone who loves to have a routine. I want to be able to know, okay, cool, I'm putting up on this day. That means I need to do it on this day. I need to do that on this day so that week by week I know what I'm doing. However, given the current circumstances and the fact that that's something I've already tried, I just feel like the next best thing would just be to try out this. And until I can get myself into a steady routine, I don't want to tell you guys that, oh, this is coming out then, this is coming out then and just let people down. I'd rather just post it and let you guys know when it's up so you actually have content to even listen to. So yeah, so that's basically the future of the podcast and it's still going to be the same thing. Obviously, I know at this point we've had three solo episodes. So in the next few weeks, hopefully, I will have a discussion episode that I am in the process of editing and we'll be putting up soon um, because at this point, you guys have just heard me talk way too much. I'm not even going to lie. And the whole point of this was to be a journey. And on a journey, what do you have? A mixture of things. So um, look out for the next one. But yeah, guys, that was basically all today's episode was about before I depart with you I thought you know what why not share nine life lessons for the fact it's my nine year anniversary so nine life lessons that I've learned in my last nine years of life since I started my surgeries and also nine life lessons that have applied to me a lot in the last oh it hasn't been nine months but almost nine months I think it's been six months seven months no I think it's been five months yeah five months so not nine months at all but anyway so number one is to be grateful and I would say this all the time be grateful and this this means everything I mean in the midst of everything going to shit in the midst of everything just falling apart in the midst of you feeling like your whole world is is crashing and tumbling be grateful for the little things so I'm not even joking guys I was grateful for things as small as I I can walk I'm not gonna lie like if I woke up in the morning and I was able to walk out of bed oh gratitude bro because especially during the season I'm not gonna lie if anybody knows me they know that the cold gets to my bones so much and this is the one season where I have the worst episodes of pain like some days I can't walk some days I cannot move some days I just need to be popping my pills because it's just too much so yeah just be grateful for the small things even if something like I ate good food yesterday and it and like I ate something other than just bread. Do you know what I mean? Like be grateful for every single thing that you can be grateful for. I have a phone. <laughs> I had Wi-Fi today. Because honestly, guys, I promise you, there is someone out there who does not have the smallest of things that you should be grateful for grateful for. Can you muffin in my words? So be grateful. Number two is be forgiving. And boy, <laughs> this is a big, big, big thing I'm really focusing on now because you know I've realized that people things I felt I'd forgiven I hadn't necessarily forgiven them and forgiveness is actually a big thing and transparently guys I'll probably do an episode on this but forgiveness has nothing to do with other person it's all to do with yourself because if you don't forgive someone you're just holding on to this this 
I don't know, this, this seed of pain, the seed of anger, and it's just ruining you. And it's just not healthy at all. And as much as you can say, no, 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 I've forgiven, but I haven't forgotten. Trust me, if thinking about it still brings you some kind of negative emotion, I don't think you've forgiven them. So really, really focus on that. I've been listening to a lot of sermons lately and podcasts, and um, I'm actually actively seeking out books on, on forgiveness because I really feel like that's something that I need to learn. That's something I really need to focus on. So yeah be honest with yourself if you need to learn how to forgive people do it like I never thought I'd be someone who needs to learn it I've been able to forgive people in the past but I think it's it's just so hard when you know given certain circumstances of the situation depending on whatever's happened between you and, and a person it can be really hard to forgive them so yeah guys be forgiving number three is acknowledge pain oh my god <laughs> I think a lot of people need to hear this one because I feel like what we tend to do is not identify and acknowledge when something's up, when something's wrong. I'm someone who's actually really guilty of this. It takes me a while. Like, I know what I need to do. It just takes me a while to do it. I know I need to acknowledge the fact that I'm not okay. I know I need to identify what the problem is. And sometimes it's easier said than done. Like, it's not easy to sit down and be like, okay, I am, I am feeling unmotivated because of ABC. It's not that easy sometimes, but you need to at least give it a try. And the minute that you sense that something's up, it's okay to not be okay. Like, don't put pressure on yourself to feel like, oh my God, I don't know what's wrong with Acknowledge it. Be like, okay, do you know what? Today, I haven't woken up in the best mood, but I'm not going to let it ruin the rest of my day. So what am I going to do? I'm going to increase the state at which I'm vibrating at. I don't know what that is for you guys, whether that be listening to some music, dancing around, I don't know if you're religious, maybe listening to something, some kind of sermon, some kind of message that's based on something that you, that your spirit needs to hear. I don't know what it is, guys, but acknowledge it. Acknowledge your pain. Acknowledge when stuff are wrong. Okay. And off the back of that comes number four, which is be vocal. I cannot express to you guys how important it is to be vocal, to communicate, to talk to people around you when you know that you're going through something. And, you know, fair enough, some people feel like they can go through stuff alone and some people don't like to talk to people and some people feel like they're burdening people. But honestly, I promise you, there has to be someone in your life, a friend or a family member, somebody who cares about you. And if you feel like there isn't, then guys, there's actually helplines. There's there's places that you can go to. There's counsellors, there's therapy, there's things you can actually do to ensure that you're actually talking and being vocal about what it is you're going through. And I cannot express to you guys how helpful is like in the moment you think what's gonna what's talking to my friends gonna do about they're not gonna solve my problems and do you know what you're right because they're not a genie i'm not gonna sit here and say no they can no they're not gonna solve your problems they're not a genie they're not god okay they're not a wizard they're not a magician unless they're gonna bust some kind of witchcraft which is only gonna be a temporary solution they're not gonna solve your problems so you're absolutely right but it doesn't hurt to be vocal and to talk about it because i can actually guarantee you there there is someone that you can talk to where talking to them will actually help you to gain a sense of clarity and you might actually feel better sometimes it's not even a matter of talking to someone to solve something or to sort something out it's just a matter of actually talking it out and better understanding it for yourself sometimes I don't actually understand things that well until I talk it out with someone and sometimes you know I talk to people and they actually help me so one thing I have to be grateful for look at my voice fading away grateful for is you know especially in this season, I have had some great friends to talk to. I've had some friends that I know can be brutally honest with me, no matter, you know, how much they know that it's going to make me feel uncomfortable because of, you know, the quality and length of our friendship. They can be that brutally honest with me. I've had friends that are so good at just, you know, 
concluding everything I tell them and giving me very, very structured advice. I've had friends that have just been a shoulder to cry on and just be there for me as emotional support. So, you know, sometimes you may feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, but I guarantee you that your friends, people in your life do care about you. So if you just let them know, look, I don't know what it is, but I just want to talk. I really doubt they're going to say no. So make sure you're vocal. Number five is don't be regretful. (laughs) I even said that wrong. Don't be regretful. Oh my God. This one is a big one for me because I can't tell you how many times in my life where someone has done me dirty or something's happened and I've been like, wow, I regret ever doing that. Or I regret ever telling them this. Or I regret them knowing me like this. Like I'm just so quick to, to, you know, head over to regret land and you need to stop. You need to stop that, Jordan. And whoever else is on this podcast, you need to stop. Don't be regretful. Because I just want you to tell me right now, what is being regretful for something that's already happened going to do? Exactly. Nothing. Nothing. Absolute silence. It's not going to do anything. If you spend your life thinking about the past and living in the past and thinking about, I could have done this or I shouldn't have done that, you guys, you're just going to be, you're going to be literally torturing yourself because there's nothing you can do. And, you know, the really sad thing is that at one point, you know, you felt comfortable enough or you were happy enough or, you know, you were in a position where doing whatever it is you're regretful of now made sense to you. And that's probably what hurts the most is the fact that maybe you just feel like you judge someone's character wrong or now they've done you dirty and it's like, right, I should never have done that, you know. Wow, I'm such an idiot. But, you should never ever question the things you've done out of your of the goodness of your character or of out of the comfortability of where you were of course unless you've done something really really mad then of course I don't really know what to say for you but on a much smaller scale of regret like when we've done stuff at a time when we generally did feel like it was the right thing to do or we wanted to do it we shouldn't now you know look back on it and be like I should never have done that there's no point it's just causing you more pain it's just causing you more negative emotions to hold on to it's better for you to just you know move on with your life learn your lesson from that sometimes it's a matter of you just trusted the wrong people do you know what I mean sometimes it's a matter of you just trusted the wrong people you just let the wrong people in and at least now you can learn from it that okay cool next time you know I look up for these signs or you know next time I'll be careful before I talk about certain stuff or next time you know I won't rush into certain things so don't be regretful just learn just learn from what it is you feel that are mistakes number six is take breaks oh my god this one is so important I feel like I mean depending on who you are and you know how old you are but I feel like being young it's so easy to get caught up in all our responsibilities and all the things that we need to do that we can so easily get overwhelmed and it's just not a healthy way to live so I really really do believe do believe (laughs) almost said that word wrong I really do believe in taking breaks when it's necessary. Do you know what I mean? Taking some time off, whether that be taking a break from your social media, taking a taking some time away from the work you need to do. But it's so important to take breaks, take time to yourself and just relax and just chill. Self-care days, self-week days. Like, guys, I cannot express to you how important these are. And honestly, you'll feel better. Like, the days where I've had a little self-care day, I've done... Something as simple as a face mask, painted my nails, done a bit of personal development, listened to some sermons, you know, done a nice hairstyle, just had a nice chill day, cleaned up my room. Do you know what I mean? That's just taking time to yourself. Take some breaks, okay? Don't overwhelm yourself with stuff because honestly, God forbid, but you could die tomorrow and then what? You died stressed and overwhelmed for who? It's just not worth it. So take 
breaks, guys. Take breaks. Number seven is surround yourself. But I'm going to actually switch number seven, number eight. I'm going to do number seven as extract yourself. Now, you're probably thinking, huh? What do you mean? What do you mean extract yourself? Well, guys, extract yourself from people. Extract yourself from situations. It is so easy to to stay in the routine or something due to comfortability and it's so easy to think oh it's fine I'll get over this but if you're having a, a sense or something if you have a feeling if if your gut oh guys you know how I feel about the guts if your gut is telling you something don't hesitate to extract yourself ASAP no rocky immediately extract yourself from the people from the person from the situation from the place whatever it is guys extract yourself okay take yourself away take yourself out because I'm telling you now I don't know who can relate but every time I've had a gut feeling about something about someone about a situation about a place I haven't been wrong and even if I am wrong, actually, no, that's, that's a lie. Most times I haven't been wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm definitely wrong. Sometimes I'm actually, oh, oh, mistake. But even if I am wrong, it doesn't hurt to just do something in order to protect yourself. Because if you've got a feeling for something, then you've got a feeling, you know? For example, this is actually a very, very small, mediocre situation. But for example, I was with two of my friends and um, we were like looking at properties and stuff. And... I don't know, the guy that was helping us was just being really, really kind and he offered to, like, show us something that I didn't think he was supposed to show us. So, obviously, at the time, I was just thinking, oh, my God, this is really, really weird. I don't know if he's supposed to show us. He could kidnap us. He could abduct us. And I think, you know, I was probably just really paranoid because of the stuff that had been going on recently with the um, schoolgirl and also a schoolboy um, near Collier's Wood that had been, you know, almost abducted. And so I think I was just on edge, but because I had that feeling, I just quickly sent my live location to my mum, and I was just like, can you just keep an eye on me, and then, you know, everything was fine, he didn't abduct me, by the way, because I'm here today, everything was fine, um, but I just felt, you know what, in that moment, me saying my, my location to my mum wouldn't have hurt anybody, it didn't, it didn't matter, like, it wasn't going to do anything, do you know what I mean, of course, in that kind of situation, if you're unsure, don't do something drastic, do you know what I mean, don't, don't do something mad, like, that's going to cause trouble sending location wasn't something that was too deep it was just something that I knew would give me peace of mind and god forbid if anything was to happen at least I'd done my bit to ensure that you know someone somewhere knew where I was so I could be taken to safety if anything did happen but in the same way sometimes with people with situations you can actually really much tell that this is something that isn't healthy for you you can definitely tell that this is someone that isn't necessarily good for you or maybe something about their character has shown you something and do you know what that's okay Maybe you've had a great friendship with the person, a great a great relationship with the person, and all of a sudden, you know, they're doing things on a very strange flex, and it's just really weird to you, and they're red flags, and trust me when I tell you guys, I'm someone who needs to even say this to myself, because one thing I don't do is is collect the red flags and walk away from them. I see red flags sometimes, and I think, oh, it's a red flag, but maybe this, or maybe that, and honestly, in 2021, I'm stopping that kind of behaviour. If it's a red flag walk away do you understand protect yourself don't look at a red flag in the face and think oh it's fine maybe I can paint you a different color it's fine no you can't it's a red flag it is what it is so the minute you start to see telling signs of someone's character or telling signs of a certain situation and you just know within you that it isn't good for you maybe you're someone who is religious or has a faith so maybe you need to pray about it and reflect on it the minute you do that and that is confirmed for you that this isn't healthy extract yourself ASAP no Rocky immediately. Okay? 
and number eight because i said i was going to flip it is literally just the opposite of that which is surround yourself okay and by surround yourself i mean with goodness i mean with positivity especially in times where you feel like you're going through stuff in times where you know you're going through hardships and things in your life aren't that easy it's so important to surround yourself with as much positive optimistic vibes as you can my throat's really doing a lot today because i can't explain to you guys how much your environment affects your mental well-being if you are in an environment if you're in a place if you're surrounded by people that are adding to stress or making you feel anxious or making you feel uncomfortable or adding to your unhappiness you need to get out and you need to surround yourself with better there are people that love you there are people that care about you even if it's a thing where you just need to be on a FaceTime call with your friends, because I know right now we're in a lockdown, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So there's a lot of things that we can't actually do that we normally would be able to do in our normal day-to-day lives. But sometimes maybe it's just a FaceTime call or a group call. Do you know what I mean? Or, I don't know, playing some music so that your actual environment is better. But whatever it is you need to do, it's so important to surround yourself with good people, positivity, optimistic vibes, guys. So crucial so so crucial if there are people in your life that you know can be negative or people in your life that you know sometimes you know their energy isn't really the most uplifting thing it's okay to take a break from them for a while if you need it because maybe you're not in the best place possible to deal with that do you know what i mean maybe there's you know you've got friends that just banter a bit too much on a certain level that you just can't hack right now because you're too sensitive for it that's okay that's okay and the last one guys is kind of similar and the reason I put it here is because I think it's just so important and it's, it's something that's just so it's so underappreciated as it being a big deal and it's such a you know vague thing to say but number nine is do more of what makes you happy oh my gosh do more of what makes you happy I cannot express just do more of it if you know something is going to add to your happiness, if you know something is going to build you up to be a better person, if you know something is going to get you to a better place, whether that be mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically, do it. Do it. Don't let what other people have to say about it make you feel any type of way. Obviously, you know, depending on what it is, do it in moderation, but... (laughs) do more of what makes you happy this podcast makes me happy and i'm so upset that i deprived myself for so many months of doing it just because of the fact i wasn't in a best in a good place of course i didn't want to come here and deliver content that wasn't of a good standard so i needed to take a break but even coming back and doing this this episode today makes me so happy do you know what i mean writing makes me happy i've been writing more reading makes me happy i've been throwing my head into books i've got friends that make me happy i'll just chat to them they'll just make me giggle do you know what I mean? So just do more of what makes you happy. So on that note, guys, this has been a journey with Jordan. I just want to give you guys a massive welcome back. You know, we're on to bigger and better things this season. So stay tuned. I honestly appreciate every single one of you supporting me and, you know, being patient with me and just the checkups I've had from some of you as well. It means so much that like there's people who I actually do not know that have reached out to me from this podcast and just seeing the the impacts and the reach that it's having is is so touching and it means so much. So I just want to thank you guys so much. I am wishing you guys a blessed December. Obviously, we're in our last like week of December. Oh, December? <laughs> Jordan, are you living in the future? A blessed November. I'm wishing you guys a very blessed week ahead of us. Today's actually a Saturday that it'll be, be 
that the episode will be released so i'm wishing you guys a blessed blessed and enjoyable weekend as you know by god's grace we come to the end of this lockdown but yeah guys stay safe stay blessed don't stress and i will see you next time